Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast Attacks and Stuff. My name is Caitlin and I'm here today with Cam. Hello Cam. Hello all. How are we? Yeah, I'm good. How are you going? Pretty good, thank you. Today we've got a couple of special celebrities on the <laughs> podcast. We have Kylie Douglas and Brett Fallon from Successive. Hello. Hi guys, thanks for having us. Yeah, no hello. How are we today? Oh, yeah, we've just taken some time out from our busy celebrity schedules. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, I appreciate you being on board, so thank you so much. Um, so we'll start off with our first question from Cam. Yeah, so just gives an overview of what Successive is and uh, how do you help your clients? Yes, yeah, so the, the hardest question first. <laughs> Thanks, Cam. No, um, Successive is a partnership with myself and Brett, whereby we specialise in, I suppose, farm business consulting and finance consulting as a whole for commercial businesses as well. We are an independent company started started by ourselves, I guess, from scratch, and how we help our clients. I guess the goal is to be a one-stop shop for all farm business and if necessary commercial business and finance needs. We want to understand our clients' businesses wholly, their families, their hopes and dreams, their corporate structures, where they're heading, where they've been, and I suppose contribute to whatever our expertise can help with their decision-making going forward. Brett? Yeah, and probably just to add a little bit more to that would be the there's potential for a lots of the family businesses particularly in this area the great southern they're they're pretty busy running very good businesses and they're the capacity for us to help them run that business a little bit more profitably is probably the basis of our passion mm-hmm. so there's things that sometimes our clients aren't able just to get to or they haven't been able to have time to look at that yet or a third a third party uh, perspective on a few different elements so the uh, the analysis particularly the profitability and yeah we've we've been able to do that from an independent basis so yeah there's there's heaps of heaps of scope for what we're doing now awesome and you know you said that like the great southern do you have any limits on your market or can you have a wide market um i guess i said great southern because yes we can travel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah we're, we're both local Albany people so we're, we're based um, not far out of Albany ourselves and we're invested in the local community here so I would say that we, we do have client base that's quite distributed around WA but our focus is definitely local and we have that local perspective which I think um, our clients value as well. Yeah and I suppose from the essence of I mean in a, in a farming sense and, and I want to I guess reiterate that we're not specifically agricultural but but it's probably our specialty to a certain extent so in an agricultural sense I think you need to understand your local climate and your Mm -hmm. seasons and your and your soil types and your and your market challenges and opportunities and that's really important so that that comes from that local existence and knowledge but also from a other professional network perspective you know we're in the same place as our clients accountants lawyers you know estate planners bank managers etc so I think absolutely happy to take calls from anybody outside of the Great Southern but I suppose yeah we we specialize here and and I'm very confident in saying that both of us have that network and that expertise in the Great Southern so what probably as far clients as far north as maybe sort of Wooden Illing you know through that 
through that part, east and west from there, as far east as Esperance, and then as far west as maybe Franklin, Rocky Gully, down through to Denmark, and then and then back to Albany. It's probably where we've predominantly spent our time, and then we've got a few sort of Perth-based operations that exist within that market space. So, I would have thought very similar to Lincoln's in yeah, terms right. of client base. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. definitely. Yeah, and uh, so you do a lot of travelling and. Yes, you used to. Yeah. <laughs> Not at the moment because someone tore his Achilles off the back of his heels. So we are learning how to do business without the travel. Uh, additionally, and I'm sure it's not lost on any of your listeners, fuel prices, mate, uh, through the roof. Um, so, no, look, we, we do travel. Interestingly, I suppose we've come into a business whereby our clients are happy to travel sometimes to us and quite often to us. And I think that there's benefits in having a business and a family or a, or a management team step off the farm and out of their business to give themselves headspace to discuss certain things. So that's been probably an interesting shift from where I was as a banker, but can do both. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, you just mentioned your background there. So yeah, talk about your career journey so far. How'd you get from where you started to yeah? I'm gonna let Brett go first because yeah. he's older. So yep. he's all yeah, no worries, yeah. No worries. <laughs> I just want to reiterate that he's older than me. Yeah. <laughs> Far away. <laughs> and a little bit more boring, I would have said, in terms of career journeys. So my background, I, or both of our backgrounds, is banking, mm. finance. But there's obviously some more flavour behind that again. So. Uh, successive for us was we're about coming up two months into the the new gig and before that I was with a financier for nearly 12 years and before that I was still in a different finance company so and then before that I was a student and running a small what some people would call hobby business I don't feel like Saturday and Sunday makes it a hobby if you don't actually get time off but so yeah no my background is uh, my family were, were farmers my parents not farmers so went to an agricultural university and yeah have had a commercial and ag farming kind of portfolio within finance for yeah quite some time thanks Carly um, but yeah similar to Carly but she's got a little bit more diversity there yeah diversity or um, misdirection I'm not sure um, <laughs> no so yeah I guess similarly Brett and I worked together prior to this venture at the same financier for I was there for well, four yeah just over four years just didn't quite crack five and prior to that was with a sort of a third a third what are they called third tier lender I don't know. Anyway, maybe edit that bit out. Another financier. Um, specialist agri-lender. A specialist lender. agricultural uh, yeah. lender yeah. for, yeah, just under five years then as well. How I got there, I mean, what a journey. My grandparents had a farm, have had a farm, have a farm. I just always loved it. Just wanted to be out in the out in the sheep yards and the cattle yards with my granddad as a kid. I remember, you know, leaving notes in the glove box of the uh, Commodore saying, please leave me the farm. Do not recommend as a succession plan. <laughs> Didn't work out for me. Um, <laughs> So definitely be a bit more formal than that, kids, if you're listening. But uh, I went to uni and did a year of sports science because that's what you do and you don't know what else to do. And then I moved to Jerramungup and picked rocks for a while and worked for a corporate farming venture out there. I started my degree externally through university in New South Wales whilst I was working for them. 2008 hit. I ended up 
running a feedlot in town. I was given a bit of a break from a friend who said, I said, I've got no experience. He said, that means you've got no bad habits. So that was a bit of a trust. And anyway, yeah, so I finished my degree whilst in the end living in Perth and then walked into the elders shed, oh yeah, elders shed at Dowran and said, can I have a job? I graduate in a couple of months. And if you had said to me 10 years ago that I would be in banking, I would have laughed at you, but it's been yeah an amazing opportunity and here I am now, so very grateful for those, I don't know, those people taking a punt, I suppose, it would be pretty similar for you, maybe. Yeah, I think what you'll see in common between Carly and myself is this genuine passion for agriculture, farming, um, you know, hi- history of wanting to be on the land, and yeah, quite common with a lot of our clients as well. That, yeah. And then, then the flavour of business, that we both have, have immersed ourselves in business. The finance piece is just a component of, mm. so yes, we worked for, for banks, but it was business analysis essentially that we were doing that whole time. That was the internal role. The external client-facing role doesn't quite look like that. Mm-hmm. And the change from working for another organisation fo- focused on risk analysis to actually now focusing on business analysis for the benefit of our clients is the yeah, most exciting. Yeah, growth and opportunity, yeah. Yeah, it's the most exciting piece that we've ever had in our careers. Yeah, awesome. that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's really a total. Exciting. It's a totally different. Um, Absolute flip. Yeah, you can completely. You can approach things from a completely different angle. And and I suppose I used to say to people that I was in, I was in banking as the front for my for my agricultural passion, um, you know. And that's exactly what what Brett's just said. You know, like it was the story behind the business that was the important part of how we were banking. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, we still worked for that financier and we had a we had a responsibility to manage risk and um you know profit and those types of things based around the parameters that they handed us yeah so now it's we're free i suppose of those specific kind of policy shackles and and can look at things from a an angle of yeah opportunity and i'm really enjoying getting to know businesses from the perspective of actually like forget what everybody's told you you can or can't do and tell me what you want to do Mm -hmm. like tell me if if there were no kind of restrictions what would that be and then let's look to build that within the restrictions of of whatever they are succession interest rates you know all of the financiers sort of stuff so that's been amazing and it's such a kick (laughs) i think how many times have i texted you like oh just loving this job you know um so we're not getting paid but we're paid with love (laughs) which i'm sure my own financier will love soon when my mortgage stops coming in (laughs) but yeah just having that sense of reward knowing that your clients can come to you for advice and you have that passion to give that back to them it's just and we're an amazing to, feeling yeah, yeah we're, we're allowed to now and and we we have to be all the bankers out there and i and i have been um defending you know the the guys that are out there guys and girls that are out there banking at the moment because it's it's tough it's very restricted as to what advice they're allowed to legally provide we don't have to sort of worry about that now you know so um we're able to i guess fish into our expertise and the extra bits of knowledge and passion that we have or our desire to research whatever the new thing is or the next challenge or next opportunity and kind of openly share that with whoever wants to listen, I suppose. Mm. And I think 
Carly's referring to the opportunities we have to grow our own knowledge base, but we're also in a position now that we can interconnect um, mm. other specialists. So more often than not, we're actually talking to our clients and then getting them to in touch with the right expert in the field. So whether that's sure. accounting or legal or insurance, mm. it, it hasn't really mattered. It's something that we can be really hands-on and um, help in those different areas, even if we're not the expert we definitely know who the experts are which is which is great so it's like quite a big collaboration that's the idea yeah. yeah yeah and and taking the legwork so we our clients have obviously engaged us so where they trust us mm. and then to be able to then, then trusting those decisions that we are talking to the right people and putting them in touch with the right people yeah which is just yeah so rewarding um, and you can see it it's already working and we're only a couple of months in yeah mm. Fantastic. Mm. Mm. I always tell people that it's, you know, you've got to build yourself a team and then the team has to work as a team, right? And then if you can trust your advisor and your bank manager and your accountant and your lawyer and your estate planner and whoever, your agronomist even, to be working all for you, you know, everybody in your team has to be working for the good of that business and together and then ultimately then any anything is possible really because you'll have someone in there that'll put out put their heads together and, and nut out the solution to whatever the problem is and that's i think probably it's probably a differentiating factor for both of us is yeah i want to build a team around people and i don't have to be the expert and everything i by no means profess to be but i'm happy to find like you say find the expert and work with them so that we're all solving the right problem is that because of what you've seen in the past, like how important it is to have a team to be successful going forward? Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, the prime example for, from a business perspective is when you sit down with an accountant and, and come up with a maybe a tax strategy and then that has implications at the bank. So then you've got to talk to the bank and then the bank, if the, if the bank and the advisor and the accountant are all working on different strategies for their own and not necessarily against the business but for their own specialties, you know, mm. an accountant is thinking about tax management and a lawyer is thinking about perhaps... Risk management. Yeah, risk management. The bank is thinking about capital management, you know, like so yeah. when everyone's working at their own specialty but separately, you'll end up with three different answers to the same mm. question and then perhaps none of them actually ultimately create the best scenario. Whereas if you're all going, okay, this is where we're at, it's it's May and we need to do some tax strategy let's get the bank manager or the advisor or the client or whoever in and go, okay, well, these are all of our perspectives and now we're going to work towards the best outcome. Yeah. You do it once, you do it well. Exactly. You don't have to come back, you know, yes. and, there's, and there's very few mistakes that are made. And then just from a client's perspective, I suppose what we would do in that scenario would be taking out the 15 emails between everyone in the middle like come to us we we can have the meeting with the client we know what the business is doing and then we can sit down with the accountants and whoever um and say okay well the bank's going to need this client needs this you guys need this let's go forward mm -hmm. so all on the same page oh yeah 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 awesome. it's a game changer 100 percent, 100 so in relation to your business and the name successive how did you come up with that? Um, How did we come yeah. up with that? It was a, it was actually relatively long-winded process, but when we settled on that, it was one of the first brainwaves, mm. wasn't it? But I guess so. We settled on it really easily mm. after you know your first kind of answer to a question like what are you going to brand yourself as, mm. is a bit complicated, I guess. And when you go, oh, I'm 
are we settling too early? Let's look at other options. And we did, and we were considering other options for our name. But successive just means so much to the two of us. It right. just embodies exactly what our business is about. Mm -hmm. And it then ties into some other elements that just so like succession planning, for instance, and then success itself. There's so many connotations to us in the word successive yes. that, um, that represented what we were trying to do. It's not that we think we're successful. It's about what we're actually trying to achieve for our clients. Be successful, success, all of those, those pieces of the puzzle. Um, and then it came down to, well, let's drop the E to be a bit different. Cool. Yeah, so. It was, it was quite funny. In all sincerity, we, um, we had many a conversation where we were like, what does it mean to everyone else? Because it's very yeah. easy for us to know what it means to us. But yeah. what does it mean to everyone else? And I know we, we a couple of times came back to, well, what, you know, what does Lincoln's mean? And yet yeah. now Lincoln's just embodies what you what are. And, is, and yeah. it, we don't know where that comes from or what it means or why it is, but it's just who you are. And that's mm -hmm. actually not you know not blowing smoke up whoever came up with Lincoln's but um <laughs> but it is whatever it means it yeah. is it is actually yeah. but, um from what I've been told they flicked through a phone book and then they put a finger down and that's that was Lincoln or Lincoln's and then that's it Right, really? Right. There you go. Basically. That, that, that's a podcast in itself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Flesh that one out. Yeah. Um, Whether that was 100% true, true I'm not sure. Yeah, right. Well, so yeah. I guess ultimately it came back to it's got to mean something to us. We, we wanted it to mean something to what to our vision and where we were going, but then ultimately we figured it would it would mean to those around us what we grew into, which is a really roundabout sort of answer, but Yes. And then there was even more discussion about the green tick, so... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the logo was honestly, it was like a married couple choosing tiles for their new house. It was, it was, um, I tell you, the fact that we got through that process means we are unstoppable. We are, we are unstoppable. So. And thank you to all those who contributed to, yes. the, to the logo design. Well, um, a tick is a very powerful symbol in itself. Just you know, tick of approval, mm. tick that you've done something. It's yeah, yeah. I think it's it's important that people look at. Oh, I mean, if we get if we get emotional for a minute, the word <laughs> success means so many different things to so many different people. So it's quite a it's quite a bland kind of a logo. There's not a lot to it. It's mm. it's successive with a tick, and that I think can mean anything to anyone. And some people will look at it and think successive, successive good years or successive bad years perhaps or successive help or succession or, you know, like interestingly, I mean, one of the questions you gave to us the other day, Caitlin, was, you know, what's your favourite success story with a client? And that's been one that I've sort of sat on for a while because I think it depends on what kind of success you're talking yeah, about. And yeah. it's definitely not the same for everyone or every business or, or even for probably us. So, I don't know if you want to have a crack. See, I've taken over their podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> you are after a job. Sorry. It's okay, Cam, because if she leaves, I'm going to need some help. <laughs> <laughs> we can swap, mate. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, oh, okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, what is your favourite client success stories? There are so many, there really are, and, and like Kylie was saying, there's so many facets to success, but without without leading it too far, there's, there's one scenario where I remember clients came to me and they were looking at an opportunity to buy a farm, basically. So to translate that to anyone who's not a farmer, it's just basically the opportunity to grow their business. And they were looking at an opportunity to 
over double their business. That's a really tough call for them to make, for their advisors to back, if that makes sense. So for, for someone to go, I want to over double my business in one move, in one year, that's a, that's a big call for their accountant to get behind, their lawyers to be involved with the strategy there as well, and, and mainly their finance, because it can, it can make their equity position really tight. Well, anyway, um, I guess it's a matter of, for me, the success was a level of trust. My clients trusted me and I trusted them and I knew what they were capable of. And so I was able to support them at that time and they've absolutely killed it. Mm. So they're really successful. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it, it literally is that. So why is that a buzz for me is the interesting piece to understand about why I am doing what I am doing now. I find that what an example of one of my greatest highlights with my client interactions because they've gone from 50 to 100 and they've got capacity still to go beyond that. And I was part of that story. I was able to help them and support them through that process. I was able to help them facilitate it. I was able to get some of the naysayers on board with it and they have just totally blitzed expectations. And yeah, I just, that's for me. Gave me a big tick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mine, and again, um, there are so many, and I definitely am super grateful for all of the opportunities I've been given throughout my career to, to help people, and that sounds probably pretty lame, but it's it's a genuine, I'm very genuinely grateful for the families and the lives that I've been able to be a part of. Probably the, the meetings or the interactions of which I get the biggest buzz from are the difficult ones. So the really difficult conversations historically, perhaps it's about a finance situation or a, you know, let's make a really life-changing decision here to take some pressure off. And whether that be by selling land or, you know, you know, adjusting businesses, that they are tough and require a certain level of vulnerability from everyone at the table. And I, and I find having the capacity or the faith from people to be able to guide those conversations to be such a it's such a special thing I suppose it's a real privilege to be a part of those really difficult decisions that and succession for me nothing I don't think in my career has been as important to me as those times when I'm sitting at a table with a family helping them navigate what is I guess first and foremost an emotional decision about finances and being able to bring not only a financial expertise and understanding to it but an understanding of people the relationships that perhaps are trying to be saved or Mm. are at risk Mm. and a bit I guess non-biased but compassionate viewpoint that can help families navigate what are some of the toughest conversations that they'll ever undertake. And when we get to the end of, you know, those discussions, which can take years um, and everybody leaves. And I always say that everyone's going to leave feeling like they've lost a little bit, but kept each other. Mm -hmm. And I reckon they're the biggest successes is when we achieve that at the end and everybody still has Christmas together. (laughs) That's like the ultimate for me. I love it. I love being able to help. It's interesting that Kylie's kind of touched on there about how close we're involved with our clients, I guess. And some of our relationships with those clients Mm. are pretty intense. And um, that's very rewarding for us too. Yeah. So some of them are like family members and, and that's literally how invested we become with our clients Mm. so yeah yeah you can see that it's just so much more than just consultancy it's 
it's just beyond that making the connections relationships yeah. and I, I do yeah. I do jest with some of my clients that I'm like a marriage therapist <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm clearly not <laughs> I remember when we uh, when we were at uh, at our previous employment our official term was relationship manager and I used to preface <laughs> the meeting with but don't ask me about anything to do with relationships so <laughs> you know I mean there's there's, there's come, we come and we go on those skills but um, you, we're both experienced we're both divorced it works doesn't it indeed <laughs> we have experienced all manner of relationships <laughs> Uh, so speaking of your services, so on your website you have the Ag Grow package and the Ag Sustain package as your top two services. So would you like to explain a little bit more as to what they are? Yeah, for clients. Absolutely. Do you want to me to go? Okay, good. I'm getting the old nod. Um, it should be a video one. Yeah, indeed. Indeed, missed opportunity. It would be even more interesting. Yeah, but then people would have to look at us. Um, so Ag Grow is, I suppose, our one-stop shop. It's our it's our package that if you are a, a dynamic business, and I would I would suggest that that most in the agricultural industry are in this position at the moment. It's a it's a growth industry. We know that. Um, and everything's getting more and more expensive. But essentially, the package covers anything that could happen within your business for a 12-month period. So you sign up with us. If you ring us 10 times a week, if you ring us once a month, um, if you are looking at refinance options, farm purchases, the sale of land, revisiting your budget, succession planning, um, estate planning, any collaboration with accountants, your financier management, asset finance, finance broking, basically anything mm-hmm. that your business might experience within that 12 months is, is covered in that one, I guess, fee sort of structure. The Ag Sustain package is quite obviously a step down from that. And I suppose um, where that is pitched at the market is perhaps for the businesses who maybe do employ a number of other experts Maybe they have a grain trader, and I should have mentioned that yeah, grain marketing's included in the agro, but maybe you have a bunch of experts and you feel like you've got your, your bases covered, but you want that kind of one-stop person to do your annual review and get that ready for the bank and maybe be a sanity check on your final numbers. You know, it's if, if you have that package and then you want to refinance and then you want to buy a farm or an opportunity comes up, we absolutely still can, can service you on that, but um, we sort of then add on as you know hours for for work goes from there so and i'd probably describe the the agro which is kind of kylie's little nickname agro for that package yes. I, I yeah <laughs> <laughs> i definitely like sesame street agro yeah yeah, oh, yeah i didn't think of that yeah. <laughs> i definitely consider it that you get two Mm. two brains two people right so that's both of us okay so that's a, a subtle difference that's a good point i i appreciate sitting on this side of the fence that that's what i'm offering to clients is, yes is that at that level they're tapping into all of the specialty that kylie's got mm-hmm. via me or vice versa okay and then they're also getting me via kylie in the other way around so yeah so i'm um and that's probably leading this a little bit but there's obviously the grain marketing and um and monthly kind of actual to budget analysis going on in the background as well. So there's it's quite consistent through. It's not like you just do an annual review and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're quite involved in the business. So there's those businesses trying to grow. There's those businesses trying to 
repair and achieve more on the bottom line or get into a position that they can take that next step. So then there's the finance piece and that's a real opportunity and a point of difference that we can offer as one team. Right. So when I talk about the finance, I've, I've got my finance broking accreditation. So there's the opportunity to use us essentially like the financier and the consultant as one piece together. Um, awesome. Yeah. So that I, I always feel like the two tiers of that is you've got access to us both unlimited yes. with with that first package and the second package is is not an unlimited package. It's still I think a really good proposition for many of the businesses that mm-hmm. that, that we even still currently have. Um, but uh, yeah, that's more like if you then wanted to talk to me if you're Carly's client, it, it's not as accessible. Yeah. So it sounds like there's definitely no limitations. It's yeah, everyone's accessible. Oh, hundred percent. And yeah. and the way that Brett and I operate is um, very much play to each other's strengths. Uh, you know, and there's <laughs> I'd like to think that there is very little ego between us, which probably sounds a bit like an eye roll statement, but there there genuinely is. I'm I'm more than happy to go to Brett and say I don't, you know, this is a this is a gap in my knowledge, but I know you're really great at it and vice versa and we do probably daily just check in on and we're reading different things you know Mm. and we're passionate about different elements so it's an amazing opportunity to like brett said get two two brains for the price of one genuinely it's yeah yeah, we talk about most things (laughs) (laughs) probably too much maybe (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's great fun yeah i probably nearing the end go couple of last questions just you've mentioned bit like analysis a couple of times what does it actually i guess involve and mean yeah because that's probably quite a broad term it's a very good question and it's <laughs> it's funny i've been telling people that i've been quitting my job or I've, you know I've, I've quit my job and i've become a consultant and they keep saying what does that mean and i'm like well i you know i consult on the on the business <laughs> and, and uh and they're like yeah cool what part of it so um I'll try to bash through my answer. The analysis involves, I suppose, access to where we... So I always say 12 months forward, 12 months back, and then a trend, right? So we're looking at um, very specifically once a year, it's, it's analysing what's going to happen and trying to make the best decisions we can, looking backwards at what's just happened and making the best decisions we can, and then where is our business sitting not just in relation to itself, but in relation to surrounding businesses and, and industry probably standards. And I'm speaking very agricultural, which, which Brett can expand on, but we have access to you know so many businesses and have had access to so many businesses in the region and in the industry. And, and I think that what we can bring is a bit of a, a chunk up perspective. So we can look at your profitability ratios, your operating expenditure, your gross margins, you know, your your finance costs per hectare, those sorts of very sticky numbers. Um, But it's bringing to it then that sort of broader scope knowledge of, yes, this is probably in line with businesses that are this size in this region producing this product. Or perhaps, you know, you're you're pushing the standards or or pushing the parameters of of where you should be or you're not quite, you know, perhaps there's some production issues and we we can look at that. I tell people it's not the science, it's not the agronomy and the mm. and the fertilizer application of the soil tests. It's 
It's about accessing the opportunities within your production cycle, managing costs, looking at different finance options. It's analysing the whole health of the business, I suppose. Yeah, and it could even be um, more specifically around opportunities that are coming up. So it could be we've got this opportunity or that opportunity and looking at how that would go over a longer-term projection. And quite often the cost of one aspect may be overlooked. So uh, that's where we get quite involved in the numbers. Yeah, and I think just the sanity check. So some of our clients are very sophisticated and they, they, know, what, they know what money they're making in that paddock. Mm. Um, but it's, yeah, so then there's the opportunity to take that to the step further with our support and double-checking and having the, an extra set of eyes to look over it. Yeah, and I suppose, um, you know, market analysis as well. Like, what is potentially coming? Um, what's the world doing? What's Putin's next move? And what's that mm-hmm. going to do to our fertiliser costs? Or is China going to blow up Taiwan? You know, like, there's, there's, the, there's the broader scope analysis of the industry as well, which, I mean, I spend a lot of time reading emails and industry papers, and you can never read enough. So I suppose what we'll what we're trying to do or proposing to do or are doing is you know brett as i said before brett will read 10 articles over here and i'll read 10 and that means that you don't have to read 20 cam mm. so yeah it's it's a it's sort of keep chunking up you can look at the real nitty-gritty and then we go okay against your peers and then against the industry and then against the world what's happening next i suppose reckon agreed um so to finish off how can clients or potential clients get in touch with you well, apparently not through Google, Caitlin. Okay. So <laughs> don't Google us. We're working on that. Um, no. So I suppose we have obviously networked with many of the financiers in town already. You know, you guys, uh, other accountants. You, you know, ask around with your with your service providers, but also our website. Uh, what is that? www.successive without the e. com. <laughs> Both of our uh, both of us, or well, both of our email addresses and, and phone numbers are on are on the website, and or I'm sure Caitlin, you'll be taking the private emails for people following up our details. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also next door to Lincoln. Yes. <laughs> Conveniently placed just across the hall. Very convenient. Uh, Brett will be at his farm for the next month because he can't drive anywhere, and I'm usually at La Botanic at nine. So <laughs> very specific way to find us, but you can. Beauty. All right. Well, um, Carly and Brett, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Absolute pleasure. And Thanks for the opportunity. No worries at all. And yeah, so great just to have an insight into your business, Successive, and your career path. And yeah, it's just so exciting. I can't wait for the Successive podcast. Maybe we can invite Lincolns to be our first guest. Yes, I look forward, <laughs> I look forward to asking Cam, you know, like, when you say tax planning, what does it mean? <laughs> Thanks for having us, guys. It's been fun. Cool. Cheers. Thank you.